0: This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 007, Manhattan Rumble, 49th Street Massacre.
1: What's that song all about?
0: Recording for Manhattan Rumble, 49th Street Massacre, began on April 29, 1971, under the working title of Manhattan Concerto. The song was written by Jeff Lynne and is track number seven on the album, track three on side two. It follows Mr. Radio, which breaks the album's Lynne, Wood, Lynne, Wood track pattern. A quadraphonic remix was done on April 12, 1973 by Peter Mew and can be found on the original quadraphonic release of No Answer in 1973 and on the 2012 40th Anniversary CD DVD release of the album. It was used in the 1971 film Freedom City and the 1976 porn flick Ecstasy in Blue. In 2005, the song was the theme music for the BBC radio show What A Carve Up. I'm Eric Wincensen. I'm Eric Paul Johnson.
1: Well, we're still seeing the consistency on side two. It's another Jeff Lynn song. It's another instrumental, but it is another solid song that I really, really enjoyed. Um, even though it does have kind of a West Side story feel to it in places, which I think is exactly what he was going for. It has different movements throughout, I should say. It's not really... I don't know if movements is really the good word for it. Certain g- great transitions throughout, into different types of feeling throughout the song. And I don't remember... I really wish I remembered what Queen of the Hours sounded like because I'm thinking this is a great transition song between Mr. Radio and Queen of the Hours.
0: Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm sort of running it through my head. I like this one. Like it. Not wild about it, but I like it. But it does show that there is some progression going on. I mean, they've clearly expanded the orchestra from just 15 cellos to there's a horn section, you get timpanis. There's a a whole lot of more classical elements going on in this song. Parts of it made me laugh. There were parts of it that kind of reminded me of the uh, opening music for the Holy Grail. It's more the uh, kettle drum timpani pounding parts of it. And the singing what singing there is in the song, though it's kind of funny and whimsical. There's actual lyrics to it, which I never knew there were lyrics. I thought it was just singing gibberish, but it's clap hands, cause here comes Charlie, running up and down the city wall, clap hands, cause here comes Charlie. Ah. So, I like it. it. Again, the side two is getting better. The band is getting better at this whole ELO thing. I like parts of it. Parts of it amused me. And I wasn't really sure what else to say about this song until I came across an interesting tidbit of information. This song was used in a hardcore 70s porn movie okay uh it was called ecstasy in blue it's from 1976 and the more i delved deeper (laughs) into this subject it's not just this song the movie came out in 1976 and they use songs from all the elo albums up to this time from no answer to face the music i went to imdb to see if I could find anything out about this movie, and I didn't really get much of a plot. I mean, '70s porn. I don't know if there's going to be much of a plot. They tried.
1: For, 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 I, yes. for well, to, to, to their yeah, to de- to their credit, in the '70s, they actually tried.
0: They did. They did try and have a story with the the nookie going on. Um, and I saw adult as the category, and I'm like, wait a minute.
1: So then you delved even deeper.
0: Yes. Delve even deeper into it, and uh, I saw the trailer, and they use the uh, the sort of creepy, spooky synthesizer playing there, and from Fire on High, and from what I could gather from the trailer, it's about a woman who has a rape fetish.
1: Not really my type of adult film, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: not not my, not not for my bag of kinks, no. She likes it when strange men she's never met, never knows anything about comes up to her on the streets and does unspeakable things without permission. Uh, I, I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I did find it online. I think I saw the first couple, I don't know, maybe the first minute. I didn't want to stick around to it uh, for too long. As much as a connoisseur of fine 70s porn that I am, there are some things I don't want to associate with the music of ELO. <laughs> and extreme close-ups of sweaty, naughty parts in action is one of those things I don't want to think about when I hear
1: ELO. Especially when those are parents and grandparents. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> I hadn't even thought yes. to project that into the future.
0: <laughs> what are these people in their 20s? looking like now and they'd be in their 60s now oh wow yes uh, it's you know it's a double penetration for me for this first oh, of all you old people now and second oh, of we're all old people
1: now uh, but anyway
0: <laughs> second of all what's that make me because I was alive in 1976 and I remember 1976 so if they're old how much further have I got to be old? Since I'm not old yet. I'm not.
1: I refuse to be, actually.
0: I, yes. I I don't age. And the secret to staying young
1: is denial. (laughs) Oh, you drink from it too. Okay. Yes. Yes. But uh, as for this, I think it's very telling that almost everything on side two of this album is Jeff Lynne. Because not only are we looking at some progression in the band as they get back in the recording studio after a while, you're seeing consistency in the songs, but I think you're also seeing some disinterest by Roy Wood and really continuing to do anything with this album.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking about the Roy- You know what? This really is a better side. I like the Jeff Lynne stuff. I like Jumpin' Biz and I also really like Whisper in the Night. Yeah, this is a, a far superior side than side one.
1: I'm starting to remember why I actually liked the album when I heard it. Because I probably forgot about most of side two except for Ten Five Three Eight Orchestra. Yeah. I mean Ten Five Three Eight Overture. <laughs> yeah. And uh, tuned out the rest of it and then flipped it over and went, Hey, this is a great album. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, I'm starting to see that now now that we're actually going through and examining the songs. Because over the years, I would see reviews of No Answer, and they'd be like, hey, this is a really good album. And I'm I'm thinking, I, I, did you get a different copy than the one that I've heard? Because I this was like my least favorite ELO album. I mean, I even liked Balance of Power a little bit more than No Answer. But uh, going through each of these songs, it's kind of like, you know, it's It's not really that bad of an album. Got something to say about Manhattan Rumble? Then call the telephone line voicemail at 623-850-3375. Like it? Hate it? What does does Madeline think?
1: It put me to sleep. I don't like it.
0: Hey, she hated it!
1: Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra
0: song-by-song podcast is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group. You can financially support the podcast by going to podomatic.com slash podcasts slash lntcs and click on the PayPal button. Next week, episode 008, Queen of the Hours.